Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy Freeman, and Febreze of Felpersham. <laughs> Before, so you sure? remember how to say it. Felt, who? What? <laughs> and, uh, and the birds singing in Lucy's garden. And tens water digging up the road again. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, apologies for any technical issues. This podcast <laughs> may suffer. Before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. This week was sponsored by people stalking each other around the village. We began the week with Kathy remembering she had a best friend. Uh, Paula? Polly? Per, Pat! Pat! That was it. She thought she could remember where she lived, so she went to see her. Despite not seeing each other for three years, they picked right up where they left off with Clary's groin. Anyway, once they'd rediscovered each other, Kathy was in and out of Pat's like a cuckoo in a clock. Pat was getting worried and put up an electric fence to stop her, especially after Kathy suggested they drove to Anchorage together and engaged in a suicide pact like Thelma and Louise. Oliver talked to Whispering Aldi about the fact that the entire village wanted to kill him, and Whispering Aldi was soothing in his usual faintly sinister way. Kathy marched round to Gay Grables, armed with one of Jamie's chainsaws, hoping to lop off a limb, and then had the wind taken completely out of her sails when they offered her a job as a liaison officer. Engage locally, Kathy. Escort Oliver round the village in a flat jacket and shoot anyone that makes eye contact. Well... We are discovering lots of things about Gay Grables that explains quite a lot. Nothing is held on computer. They didn't write down names. They just drew pictures of all the guests on dusty pieces of paper. The aircon didn't work. And they had a hotel full of clients and yet weren't making any money. Which was presumably either because after the guests left they demanded a full refund or their refusal to use computers meant they couldn't generate invoices and just sent all the guests a letter saying thank you for coming, love from Gay Grables. <laughs> the whole Gay Grables staff and even Eddie keep dismissing whispering Aldi disparagingly as, quote, one of those people who just throws money at things. Oh yes, be so much better to be one of those people that just watches a business fold up and disappear completely. That's why Borchester is such an economic powerhouse. The Ambridge attitude to money totally baffles me. Have you inherited money? Well done you. Marvellous, you've earned it. Come from nothing and work for it? Nouveau bastard. Pat was doing the washing and ironing for Natasha, who shouted at her and told her to stop fussing. 
So she left the iron on Natasha's cashmere bra. Natasha and Tom are going to move into April Cottage when Kathy goes off to become Francis McDormand in Fargo. <laughs> Pat was bafflingly unhappy about this and was somewhat rude about the cottage when they went to look round. <laughs> it's a bit small and crap, said Pat grumpily. <laughs> What's that? said Natasha, pausing with Kathy's flat screen telly under her arm. <laughs> Pip was trailing round the village after Stella, who sounded absolutely delighted when Pip found her. Hi, Pip. <laughs> Pip has decided that all the cows need to have memory foam mattresses with weighted blankets and goose feather pillows and all the poo will go into poo bags like on dog walks. I mean, there will be a fair bit of back and forth to the poo bin on the green and it might need emptying slightly more often than normal, but I'm sure they've thought that through. Haven't they? Oh. There were some more home truths over at Grange Farm. All of Ed's lambs have squinty eyes and narrow foreheads. <laughs> Your lambs are fugly and so are you, Ed, said his father. All right, said Ed. God, you're a horrible-looking child. Awful, we couldn't even look you in the eye till you were four. Bloody hell, Dad, said Ed. So we said goodbye to Gay Grables and Kathy. Ray, Roy, Ray? Roy mentioned that since Kathy had taken over as manager, there'd been an enormous flood. Caroline had died. They'd hired <laughs> slave labour. The staff had all become compulsive gamblers and there'd been a devastating explosion. In fact, Kathy had been a bit of an albatross and by and large, it was probably a good thing she was leaving. And then Kathy talked about her menopause and they locked the door of Gay Grables, which sounded like someone shutting up shop on Westminster Cathedral. Bye-bye, Kathy. I'm sorry we all remembered how much we liked you before you went again. Watch out for polar bears in Anchorage and goodbye Gay Grables, the sort of place where they still gave you grapefruit juice as a starter. The cheese board came with Jacob's cream crackers and they asked if the lady wanted a sweet. We look forward with extreme trepidation to your next incarnation. The end. We did. We never questioned whether uh, Greg Abel's had a sweet trolley when no. we were discussing sweet trolley. Especially one with but... a hooter like that lady's last week. That was ace. Uh, that's pro- probably Ardil's uh, reincarnation of uh, Grey Gables will include such newfangled devices <laughs> that you can just order wirelessly. <laughs> It'll be like those robots in Milton Keynes and the sweet trolley will just run itself up to your room. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a um, uh, pub in North Wales uh, a couple of years ago and um, they'd been given, <laughs> they'd been told to use iPads to order and all of the waitresses, to a to a woman, had a notepad and pen <laughs> hidden under the iPad. And as soon as the manager left, they all got out the notepad and pen because they just said they never bloody work. <laughs> oh, it's the worst! I hate going into oh, hate uh, anywhere where yeah. it's like you have to order digitally. Yes. You I can't just, just talk to a it's nice person. So much quicker just to go and say, "Can I have this, please?" Thanks. Yes. And then it's done. And you can't. And if you say, "Could I have that?" but without the tomato, exactly. you know, even just how they're like, "Oh God, where's that? Hang on, hang on!" And then everyone's hunting around for this button, and you just think, "Just write it down. Write it down." But also, I was thinking, like, if if Grey Gables has to be completely closed and everything going on the skip, isn't that just knocking it down and starting again? It's not a refurb. If it's a refurbishment, I've been to hotels that are being refurbished, and they. They give you a bit of a discount because there's building mm. work going on, or they don't give you a discount and you just get annoyed. <laughs> but, but like, Builders surely... Builders staring at you while you're in the shower off the scaffolding, yes. Surely no business-sense-minded person would close that. I mean, you could still make some money by keeping half yes. the hotel open yeah. and doing one bit and yeah. doing then... It just well, doesn't we don't make know sense. What... I mean, yeah, unless they are bulldozing. Whatever this flipping plan, but if they were bulldozing, why on earth are they bothering to take carpets up and take <laughs> curtains down? That's what 
The thing is, they you know they had they had the well-meaning wombles like uh, Kathy and Roy and Krusty, all sort of stumbling around carrying things, bumping into each other. Oh, sorry, this carpet's terribly. Yeah. I'll just remove this sink. Oh, getting up the stairs. Sorry, sorry, Ardle. And then going on about putting the rubbish out, and they did make a joke and say, "Oh, yeah. why are we bothering to do yeah. this and everything?" Yeah. Nobody commented about the fact they were taking sodding carpets up, but. They have teams of people that come in yeah. and it takes them about... It's like when you have professional removers and it's like locusts. Your entire house is just empty in a minute and a half and it's taken you 12 weeks to pack up the plates, you know. And they have people that come in and they just do this stuff in a second and a half and it's done. Honestly, <coughs> if you've literally just lost your job and, it, and yeah. it doesn't sound to me like anyone's got any notice in their contracts no. because their wages are stopping immediately, you just go... F off. Yeah. I'm I'm done. In that Bye. case, I'm on holiday for the next week. I will be watching the yeah, rain if you, you want me. And exactly, yes. you don't go back into work if there is no work or no future. And start pulling up carpets. <laughs> it's it's bizarre, <laughs> isn't know. it? But they had to have somewhere for them all to be. Yes, they? of course. Yeah, of course. And of course, it's a little bit sad. But I didn't find it very sad actually. I thought it. I don't know. I, it, it was all a bit. It's all a bit weird, I suppose. Like maybe because poor old Kathy's been rushed back in, and mm. <laughs> and yeah. they rushed her off again. It's like a revolving <laughs> door. Kathy, hi, hello, hello, Kathy. You're going, you're going, you've gone, you've gone. Kathy, but I think, I think, dear Kathy has made the most of her her time back. She's been, she stayed energised and upbeat, hasn't yeah. she? And, and she was everywhere. To make the most she was in it. every scene. Oh, it's Kathy again. <laughs> hi, Kathy. They're really squeezing yeah. every penny Who's out that of that down the other end of the bar? Oh, it's Kathy. Hello, Kathy. <laughs> she always making. I don't know. She's got. Um, it's always occasional funny turn of phrase or. Yes. Yes, she is an unusual woman, isn't she? Woohoo! There was one time I can't. Was it this week? I tried to like find it again because she, she makes these funny like mm-hmm noises or yeah. ooh, ooh or oh well or or and there's a lot this week. The the amount of times people said I do apologise, like you know, like sometimes when the when the script's quite formally written, it doesn't it it comes across a bit. It jars a bit, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And and loads of people this week said. I do apologise, which I don't think normal people say, do no. they? Most people say sorry. Yes. Sorry, but, yeah, anyway. Yeah. There yeah. were certain things that sort of, like, jarred occasionally, didn't they? Yes. But, I, but I, I've enjoyed having Cathy back, and I think it's a shame she's going to go. And I thought that during Roy's, like, speech about, and here is Cathy naked, and, you yeah. know, and here's her, yeah, dur- during her menopause, look how grumpy she is, and red, and, <laughs> and then Cathy taking it all in very good spirits, I thought. But then um, I thought at the end, after that long speech, she was just going to go, oh, Roy, that's so nice of you. Actually, I'm not going. Yeah. I'm going to stay, because um, I've got no one to go on holiday with. <laughs> Because Pat's just dumped me again. <laughs> yes, I know I said I could travel around the world with you, but I can't be arsed. I haven't thought about it. I mean, I've got loads of ironing Pat and everything. Is so bloody rude, I know, isn't she? She's I like know. the worst friend. First of all, she's like, no, I'm not going to, no, I don't want to go and away with you. And she says, your house is really small. Yeah, so <laughs> Her and Natasha were unbelievably <laughs> behaved, weren't they? Pat was so rude. And then Natasha was like, 
Uh, well, I'll have to think about that, Cathy. Um, yeah. Can I have that telly? Yeah. She was so sort of I don't want your stinky old plates. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, there's loads of room at Bridge Farm. So, yeah, we'll keep everything there. Yeah. Um, so that Tony can keep falling over it every oh time he tries God. to get up or down the stairs. They're both, like, nasty people, aren't they? they really, yeah. They, um, yeah, if I was Cathy, I would just go, go, you know, fine, I'll let it out to somebody else. Yeah. Because I bet rents in Ambridge, you yeah. can probably make an absolute fortune. Yeah. Yeah. And why can't Pat just go to America for two weeks or something with Kathy? Yes. And at least, you know, if she's promised to do this road trip with her forever and ever and ever, but nah, actually, do you know what? Nah, can't be asked. I wondered if it was a sort of a lesbian affair that had just gone horribly yes. wrong with yes. Pat just basically said, oh, sorry, I've dumped you. Did I not tell you? Sorry. Yeah. I've gone straight again. I'm still at stake. But Kathy just took everything in very yeah. jolly spirit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Even, even having a go at our deal. With yes. Wasn't it? All of that. And Ardil going, oh, ho, ho, Cathy, you've shown me what a phenomenal yes. woman I thought she was gonna, he was going to use the word feisty, you know, oh, do all God. that business again. Well, you certainly are a feisty little lady, aren't you? you know. it, was, it felt like, a bit like listening to a soap from 1957, yes. didn't it? Yeah. Like an old school radio do you so, know what, so, Harriet? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come out of the closet and I'm gonna oh, say yeah. something, and you won't like it, but I'm oh, gonna God. say it. Oh, yeah. Ardil is a terrible actor. <gasps> oh, I feel bad that you've said that, Lucy. I know you do. That's why I said it, and you didn't. No, because we're not allowed to slag off the actors. Why not? I don't. I. Well, I have to say, <laughs> I haven't warmed to his character, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> is it because he's a really bad actor? Do you think? But he's not a bad actor because he's been in... Lo- I've heard him on the radio and other stuff. Yeah. And he's a oh, good actor. Oh, is it Adam actor. Macy syndrome? I think He's it's... a good actor in everything else except the archers. I think the trouble is as well, his, his character is... I think he hasn't made a, deci- a decision or maybe he hasn't been helped in his decision on what this character is because it sounds very affected, doesn't it? And mm-hmm. Everything he says doesn't sound like it's the real him yeah. speaking the lines. Yes. And I think... You know, I guess it's quite difficult for actors to come into a soap as well that's been so long established because you're going to sound really different and your voice is going to... It takes a while, doesn't it, for people to get used to it? You haven't bedded in yet, yeah. And also, you're, you're not... It's less acting, isn't it? Than It's trying mm. to be real, but then they've given him this character that's like a sort of, what is he? Is he, is he sinister and Yes, I suppose we're still cruel. trying to... Yeah. I, I shouldn't judge whether or not he's a good actor because I don't know who he's trying to be yet. Yeah, but then someone should have made that decision. <laughs> <laughs> Not us, you mean? Not the whole. No. But but in, but maybe it's working as well because we don't really trust him. But sometimes he sounds like he's nice and genuine, and other times he. Yeah. But I don't know. Like there was something about that awful scene with Kathy having a terribly jolly good row with him, yes. and him saying, "Oh, do- oh, you know, yeah. little woman, stop it! We're going to yeah. offer you a little." It was just all a bit. Um, I don't know. So, so, and there's something about the whole Grey Gable storyline that, and it's like with I suppose with the wages and stuff, it, it's just none of it's ringing truthfully, yes. is it? Yeah. And and that's I think that's causing a bit of a problem. We have actually one of our very intelligent listeners. Oh yeah, I love Helen that. Sherwood from the forest. From the forest, mm. she's up a tree. She <laughs> said she sent me a link that says uh, it's www.gov.uk. Calculate your redundancy pay. Ah, dearest tenor ladies, 
No! We'll write more later, but redundancy. There should have been a consultation period determined by the number of people being made redundant. As much as you'd like to think you get X per year of employment, a lot of employers, including the huge IT companies, will only give you government minimum. Boo! So you could have done 25 years, be earning 60K, but only get a payment of 12K. All depends on your age as well. If you've not worked somewhere for two years, you're not entitled to any redundancy. No! Yep, over and out till I think of fun stuff. Apart oh from, are Pat and Kathy going to run away and never come back? Ha-ha! <laughs> See, she thinks so. Um, TTFNH. Thank you, Helen. Um, no, so, so Tracy doesn't get redundancy. No, she said Tracy's been there for three years. Oh, okay. So oh she my gets... God, time flies in the arches. Well, no. I suppose there was lockdown. Yeah. Was lockdown. Uh, so three years. So then she'd get, like, one, one month's wages. Oh, my God. Lucy, I think. That's, that's how naive I am. That's so awful. Mm. To, so you really are out on your... Yeah. On your, on your so, in that, so say Kathy, who probably has done 25 years. Yeah. And maybe be earning 60... I think that's unlikely she'd be earning 60k, mm. more likely 40. So she's not going to get anywhere near 12k, so that wouldn't... But she's got a pension. Yeah. And started it in the old days when yeah. you, you could make when some... When people have some, were nice. Yeah. When people were nice. Mm. Yeah. But so she's all right. You know, and actually I thought it was really sweet that she bowed out of that job and said, give it to someone younger and prettier. Yeah. <laughs> um, talking because of younger me and Pat and... are going to go to America. And oh, Pat, Pat, Pat I'm ready. I'm ready, Pat. <laughs> Pat, I'm, oh, Pat, uh, Pat, Pat, Pat. <laughs> so, yes, she more. Should, she should ask Joy to go with her. Oh, my God. And Can you imagine that drive with Joy going, so anyway, in your ear the whole way. <laughs> I'd have chucked her out the car by the time I got to Bristol. Anyway, Liz Danziger says, Hello, you three. Apparently, Anchorage to Key West is an 83-hour drive. Taking it leisurely, three hours a day, five days a week, and starting on the 1st of July with a Florida holiday at the end, Kathy could still make it back for the Flower and Produce show. What do you mean you reckon she might lose her voice again before moving to Hereford? Big hugs, Beth and Olivia. Yeah, well, she's... She's kind of that's it, isn't it? I mean, I think it's yeah. over and out. Yeah. Which, and they bought they bought her back, and they definitely sent her away again. Oh. <laughs> yes, they made a huge thing they about bought... bringing her back, and an equally huge thing about making her leave. Yeah. Mind you, she had so many scenes that she probably did the equivalent of Emma Grundy this year. Yes. You know, like actually, that's the thing, isn't it? She she was in a lot of the art. Yeah, Emma has been in it for yonks. No not for ages where's she gone she used to be in it all the time because as someone said last week she is gonna have opinions on the whole well i liked the the little thing about body shaming and yeah no 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 i meant i meant about alice and chris but exactly we haven't heard she's gonna yeah maybe she's just too expletive at yes. the moment and they can't bring her well, back well she's got Alice in a headlock and he's punching her in the face maybe when we get back to Alice and Chris storyline mm. they'll bring wheel Emma back in yeah yeah. yeah I miss her I miss her yeah I know um, um oh, just a, 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 a diversion have you seen the Tenor Lady advert the new one no is it it's us really... no, annoyingly it's not it's a bit too sophisticated for us Lucy but it's about the menopause and actually it's but it's really well done oh. unlike the um, seed cake story oh, which actually I thought God. was quite funny actually when she said Joe Grundy thought he was going to grow breasts I thought that was very funny but anyway it's actually a, it's, it's one of those a bit like the equivalent of a John Lewis advert but for oh. or women yeah is it's it really nice. camping in a wood again <laughs> we've done that with, with, no 
No, it's a it's a real woman. It's a real woman, Lucy. She's and with her daughter. It's very uh, it's very clever. I thought. Oh, okay. Anyway, mm. yeah, I recommend having a little watch of it if you, you know, want to feel a moosh or. Maybe not, actually. Maybe if you're going through the menopause and you're feeling emotional, don't <laughs> Don't watch, watch don't watch, yeah. So basically, they've designed an advert that is unwatchable by anybody that's got the thing that needs the product for. Also, Brilliant. obviously, the woman who's in it is very attractive. And looks about 30, yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah, but I, I liked it. Um, good, good old tenor. So if they want to sponsor us... Yes! Now that they're cool and trendy, yeah. please, please make yourselves available because we have loads of listeners, um, all shapes and sizes and ages and genders. We are very much um, looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks, Tenabai. Yes, we are absorbent to your ideas. Um, <laughs> Rob Williams has messaged us because we were talking about... Robbie Williams! Robbie Williams wow. about me being 50. Yeah. And he's described that as a mere child, which is very nice of him. <laughs> and said, the fantastic theme music, which actually based on the gallery from Vision On, the programme for deaf children, which started in 1964. Take Heart didn't start until 1977, by which time I had discovered booze, fags and snogging, so I never watched it. One memory you did get spot on was the sitting on the pub steps, the bottle of pop and a packet of crisps. I do remember thinking that the smell that came out when the door opened was the most exotic and desirable one imaginable. Mm. I know now that it was a combination of Woodbines and Watney's Red Barrel. But pubs just aren't the same anymore. Mm. I agree, Rob. Mm. Although it wasn't until I was um, pregnant and gave up everything that I walked past a pub and the door opened and I thought, my God, what is that smell? <laughs> I suddenly realised... Oh, that's what I've smelled like for the last 30 years. That's nice. <laughs> oh, um, right. Now, who have we got now? Simone um, Walls, who says she's got a rant. Oh, she yeah. Says she's apologising in advance. Mm -hmm. I have listened to The Archers for over seven years. Oh, that's nothing, love. Seven? Who's that? Which child is that? That'll be a Henry or yeah, she's a Henry, the other one? Probably, yeah. Okay. And in this time, not once. No, sorry, hang on. I think Henry's 11. Oh. No, or is he eight? Kira nine. would be seven, nine. maybe? Yeah, maybe, yeah. No, sorry. Uh, I have listened to the Archers for over seven years, and in this time, not once until these very trying and tedious times, have I heard Kathy's dull and flat, monotonous tone ooh, <laughs> popping up right, left, and flipping centre. If, as we are led to believe, apologize. she is such an amazing stalwart asset to the godforsaken gay grables, then where the heck was she in her sloping shoulders when the place blew up? Where has she ever been? Filing the whole time in her home from home office, praise be that she might now be leaving once and for all. I have just about had enough night after night after night hearing about nothing but the wretched hotel and call me idle that I wish the whole place had been raised to the ground at the time of the explosion. And yes, Roy and Tracy, if you insist on being rude and obnoxious to the hand that has fed you, do not expect mm. to keep on feeding you. And for goodness sake, Oliver, do not pay Tracy out of your own money. Right. I, I do tend to agree with that. It's been a bit conflicting, hasn't it? Yes. Because I can, you can see why they're pissed off because, you know, they didn't get that consultation period and no one... But... At the end of the day, it, the, you, I maybe try and stay on good terms with Oliver because yeah. you don't, you know, he might end up, I don't know, helping you in the future or. Yes. I don't, I don't and you know. Have to live, you have to live 200 yards away from him, you know. And, he and lives he with one been... of the biggest families in Ambridge and you're friends with all the rest of them. And, you know, it's just. Yeah. Nonsense. And also, him and Tracy, and, and obviously I know, you know, you can see why Tracy is hurt, mm. but I thought she was maybe a bit 
a bit harsh to yeah. Oliver. There's going to be there's going to be some reconciliation, isn't there? Oh, There'll yeah. There'll be some big a cuddly snog. moment. Yeah. A snog, you think? <laughs> no. No, not really. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, she says, uh, Simone says, there must be a premier inn in Felpersham that they can all go and work in, surely. <laughs> they can't, Simone, because they can't leave the well, village. Well, it's fine because Ian and Adam are going to set up some sort of, you know, pizza oven, aren't they? So oh, yeah. they could go and... Uh, the wandering pizza oven. Go and did, do deliveries. Yeah. So Something next thing like we'll hear, no, there'll, I've, be I've, a, I've, there'll be a... Uh, um, a, you know, a lorry load of goat's cheese has slipped over on the Felpersham bypass and blocked it or something. And that would be I Ian think and his Tracy and I mean, they, uh, you know, like because you get a magic money tree eventually when people have forgotten mm-hmm. that you've got financial worries. Yeah. Her and, um, um, oh God, I can't even remember her daughter's name now. Oh my God, I've got blank. Chelsea. Chelsea should open Ambridge's first salon. Yes. Get Febreze along to help with the. Uh, does Tracy what? have any experience in? I don't know. I was just trying to think of a job for her. Well, is she? Has she now ruled herself? Now that he's seen her file and realised that she was doing role plays of paper I mean, salesmen Oliver's in the room. Why did Oliver have to go and say, "Oh, she was having sex in yeah. the room with her boy"? Why couldn't he just say, "Oh, it was a, a bit of a misunderstanding"? Yeah. Just make something out of yeah. Oliver, you wally. Yes. Just say she because she she'd be great at liaising with all the local services and all that stuff. Do you think yeah. Roy is going to get it? That mm, job. I don't know. At first, I thought no, he's definitely not. But now that it's been now, he's been worrying about not getting it. Mm. I think he'll get it, but with some sort of caveat, or he'll have to. Because I was it. wondering whether Tracy was going to get it instead of him, and then he'd no. be really cross. That but would I be. Think, d- yeah, I, I think did. She's I too. Um, She's blotted her copybook too much, hasn't also, she? Also, she's, she's like being, going from receptionist yes, to manager yes, in one job. Yes. That's quite yes, extreme, okay. isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. But also, there's going to be no gym. Where's Lillian going to do her swimming? Oh, that's right. Well, they're so, going to build an equestrian thera- therapy pool, aren't they, for the horses oh, so at they the stables. Can just do, um, so you could be, she could be swimming along next to... Yeah. You know, um, Starlight. Uh, yes, and Prancer and Dancer and all the yeah. rest of them. Yeah, yeah good Shergar, idea. all of them bobbing along with their little water wings on. Um, Imogen Peck, who says, I started listening to your podcast when I was on maternity leave with my daughter. She was a lockdown child and my first, so you have accompanied me on lots of sleep deprived dog walks <laughs> and made me feel like I had someone to talk to. Oh. I must say that the Archer scriptwriter has done a great job of making me feel like the best parent ever because my first <laughs> year as a parent coincided with the whole Chris and Alice saga and on bad days I could console myself that at least I wasn't throwing rocks at my mother-in-law or married to Chris. <laughs> I am less impressed with the new Natasha storyline. Despite being quite a wee marathon runner, I too had gestational diabetes and I am annoyed by the insinuation that all diabetics are just gorging on cake. It's hormonal, BBC research people. So if Pat and Tony really want to help, they also need to quit toasts and crisps and anything with carbs and eat nothing but apple slices dunked in peanut butter and then they would really have something to complain about. (laughs) Anyway, now I'm back at work, I listen to you while drinking a cider and pretending I'm at the pub. I think you two would be my dream pub companions. Ooh, that's because Ooh. she's never really no, been to the pub with us. God, imagine if you'd been out with us on Tuesday mm. night. Yeah, you might think yeah. again. Yeah. And we surely there is no good form. higher compliment for, than that. Please come to Birmingham on your tour, or maybe Yay. don't, because I think my husband is already worried I might leave him for one or both of you, given <laughs> half a chance. He gets roundly shushed if he interrupts my women. <laughs> Way! 
thing. Thank you for being my favourite hour of the week. And I don't think that's just the cider talking. All best wishes, Imogen. I'm very impressed that Imogen drinks cider at work. What do you do for a job? Are you a cider taster? Or are you a wine Isn't that how Alice started? Yeah. Drinking in the eco-pod shed? Yeah. Have you got little cans of Strongbow hidden behind all your files? Uh, oh, that's so nice, yes. Imogen. Thank you. Well, yes, we'll come to Birmingham and we'll go out yeah. for a drink with you, Imogen, oh, whether Lucy, you want us to or to, not. We've got to organise our tour. I know. Our tour, as, or as the, the old ones would say in the Archers, tour. T- tour, yes. Tour. That's tour. how actors used tour. to say, isn't it? Tour. Tour. I remember at drama school we were told that was the correct RP pronunciation of tour. Tour. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's like the it's the it's the Tear correct de f- RP Tear pronunciation. Tour de two syllables. Tour. Tour. And you hear like older the older yeah. actors like Shula would definitely say it. Tour, or she probably would have done. I love it when they say, "But we're not going out till the sixth. <laughs> the fifth. Um, Ardell had a bit of a. I don't know why they didn't say cut. There was a. He was. <laughs> Sort of goes oh, he stressed completely saying, the wrong yes, syllable, didn't he? He was saying, and I'd like to see what, you know, and we'll come to that and we'll see when it's working out of the... No, he's... I can't remember what it was. It was something like, yeah, um, yes, and it would be good to see how it's working out at the end of the... Yes, oh, out at the end of the... Yeah, yeah. working out at the end like, of the week or something. Yeah, I can't believe they didn't I know. Really take that. Well, you're not listening. I know, I know, absolutely. <laughs> but, That's the uh, thing that made me think, right, he's a bad actor, but... Maybe he's not, and it's just a maybe it's script, just yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's hard to know, isn't it? I don't think he is. I think he's just maybe in the wrong part. Yes, because sometimes that can, or if you don't, if you're confused on what the brief is, or anyway. Yeah. No, no, I'm sure he's gonna come into his own soon. I actually felt Kathy sounded, but again, it's like when you hear a voice you haven't heard for a really long time, it makes you, it like almost breaks the fourth wall, doesn't it? Because it seems so different to the rest of the cast. Yeah. Even Kathy felt a bit, I don't know, out, out, a bit on a different wavelength yes. than everyone else. Well, I think that's but because I, every I time she, she just... opens her mouth, everybody, we were all going, oh, it's Kathy again. Oh, Kathy. Kathy, look. Kathy's back, and look. She was, but she was so happy to be there, wasn't she? That's yes. what was nice. That came across. I like to imagine that she was still dressed as the Easter Bunny, just wandering <laughs> around the hotel, arguing with Ardil and, you know. I liked it when, when Roy went, oh, and oh. here's here's Kathy, uh, uh, gloriously dressed as the Easter Bunny, and there was just a sort of slow clap. Yeah. Yeah, there. Oh, I'm my saying. God. <laughs> yeah. I liked the idea that they were putting up all these photos and um, in all of them, Kathy's face had been scratched out <laughs> yeah, by Jolene yeah. or had, you know, a false beard and glasses or <laughs> devil horns or something like that. Or she just drawn a big cock on yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, What's that hat you're wearing, Kathy? Yeah. It's yeah, not a hat. And <laughs> Roy started the PowerPoint presentation before anyone could discover what, <laughs> what Jolene Jolene's just sat there smirking <laughs> with her sausage rolls. <laughs> There, Kathy, you still here? <laughs> I just wanted to give you. Just make sure you really are leaving. <laughs> so when are you pissing off exactly? Yeah. Get out of this place! I locked you up for all those years. <laughs> no one never heard you, and now you managed to escape. Yeah, I, I quite liked that. Um, resident vet has got in touch about human human small things now, not oh, not yeah. uh, baby animals. <sighs> Uh, Jennifer Corley, I think I spotted a bit of baby arrival klaxon today. 
Natasha pointedly said she was 24 weeks. There's yeah. no way she's having twins without drama in capital letters. But yeah. after Ren, I don't think they would actually have another baby loss story. So that's it. We are into the stage where they are viable. And from here on in, expect preeclampsia. That's what. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Helen had, wasn't it? Yeah. Premature labour, complications, and NICU any day now. The fact Natasha was a bit breathless was noted by Pat and me. Oh. Odds on she's doing too much and lands in hospital, possibly associated with hanging curtains or moving boxes into April Cottage. Interesting. Frankly, if she's 24 weeks pregnant with twins and Pat is fit and healthy, she should be helping her with laundry. Bending down must be a bit difficult by now. Bet you one thing they haven't done is organise proper maternity cover for Natasha, either by getting a nanny or by getting someone to help with the business. So glad they have escaped controlling Pat. She is so disappointed to be robbed of moaning about them. Nobody in their right (laughs) mind would be anything other than delighted to have newborn twins out of the house. Much nicer to stop round, cuddle for an hour, then leg it. I hope I'm wrong and she goes to term, has a natural birth and it's all very understated. Eventually, either way, there will definitely be heavy-handed comments about breastfeeding. You mark my words. There always is. Natasha will definitely do this and make loud comments about feeding both at once with a rugby ball hold. So long as she patronises Helen for knowing nothing about multiples and only having single babies, I will forgive this. Bring on the teeny chipolatas, Jen. Um, yes. Good points there, actually. I hadn't noticed that there was a bit of um, Natasha overwork, a lot of Natasha's yes. working very hard. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, who... But then maternity leave for what? We don't know what she does, do we? For, I mean, for measuring curtains, actually, and um, filling up fizzy drinks. Uh, and juicing juicing one apple at a time. I pick one apple at a time, for it, squeeze it, put it in a bottle and sell it for £5.50. Yeah. And they colour in the label and then yeah. off it goes. Um, yeah, that's interesting, actually. 24 weeks, so... Mm. Well, hopefully they won't be born now. But maybe if they're born... Th- I think, like, if they were born 34 weeks, that would be good, wouldn't it? Because then yes. they'd be cooked... Uh, you know, yeah. hopefully, you know, m- maybe in NICU for a bit, but you know, enough to make it dramatic, but not enough to be. Yes. Um, uh, but we've, I'm not sure about breastfeeding because I don't, I can't imagine Natasha doing that. 
I think she'd get yeah, bored. Yeah, but they'll do it on the arches, won't they? Because it's very educational. Oh, yes. They'll have to have a whole thing about, you know, yes. especially if then the nickel. I can't do this. Da, 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 and then, yeah. yeah, and and to be fair, if you if, if you are born premature, then um, it, it it can you know it's very important because mm. then you're less likely to get this horrible thing called neck. So uh, it's, be- it's better for babies, vulnerable babies, to have mm. the breast milk. But then if you've got a double pump, oh my god, that must be hideous. <gasps> Double pump. Oh, uh, yeah, because uh, there were lots of twins in the NICU when I was there. Obviously, because because it is much more. You are more likely to have premature yeah. babies with twins, aren't you? Yeah. And usually, it's that one twin is born healthy and the other one is born mm. not so well, mm. which is always like weird. that. Because that footballer lost his twin. Yeah, yeah, didn't he? yeah. And it's. I think it's just because one is inevitably mm. um, going to be the stronger of the pack yeah but it was really sweet in the NICU because they had um double cots so obviously the babies are in incubators when they're born but when when they're able to maintain their own um body temperature they put the babies into open cots and obviously and then twins who've been you know probably weeks and weeks apart they put them together for the first time it is so sweet they get all cuddle up to each other it's just amazing that that's like the the best thing ever to see that yeah Gorgeous. Anyway, that'd be that'd be That's interesting. Really as good as otters holding hands, baby otters oh holding hands, so they don't it. they don't float away from each other when they go to sleep. <laughs> oh no! Oh dear. Let's do a podcast about otters. Baby otters holding hands. That would be quite a short podcast because uh, Lucy and I were um, we were networking, weren't we, Lucy, on Tuesday night, meeting well, a lot of people in the industry. <clears throat> one of us um, was. <laughs> the other one, not so much. Just, you know, when like you say getting... networking, it was you elbowing your way through crowds of people in an attempt to get your photograph taken on the red carpet so that we look like we'd been nominated for an award, which we hadn't. But anyway, no, we hadn't. That, half of ladies and gentlemen, had... is apparently networking. Can I just um, re- rephrase that? Because I had been. Lucy, oh, yes, yes. But in a diff, not really me. Yeah, not really <laughs> you and not really this podcast. But, you know. Nothing to do with this podcast. Close. Another podcast. Really and close. Also, and our friend Kate won the gold. She did. That was the yeah. best thing. Yeah, that was the best we thing. We did scream Ooh, our heads off. We did. So, so we, are, we were both a bit now. <laughs> this week. And um, then I danced with Fleur East. So just saying. Did you? Yeah, she was down in the on the dance floor. Well, I snogged I mean, Sean I... Keevening and he never even noticed that. She was too busy <laughs> dancing with Fleur East. Also, when I say danced with, she was, dance might near. have been next to me. Yeah, you stood on her she, foot. That's what you mean. She was bopping away with her friends from Hits Radio. Yeah. <laughs> I just happened to be dancing next to where you, she was standing. You, you shuffled over and tried to make eye contact. And hey, smiled, Fleur, have you ever... Um, <clears throat> do you listen to The Archers? By the Archers! <laughs> have you heard... No, it's a fake... Never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Love your work. Big we fan. did, big, we big did fan. tell a few people about our podcast and they yeah. had very blank faces. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a lot of them were quite young. Yeah. <laughs> the what? Oh lovely. Is it about arches? What what is it? Um yeah, actually well, yeah, no, sorry, I, I work for Kiss Kiss FM. I'm, uh, it's not really uh Radio Four? What? It's kissing in it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun it was really fun guys yes it, it was. was really fun yeah did uh, anyone see the photos we go to these things ladies and gentlemen so you don't have to oh. <laughs> um right yeah this is this is an topical email do, do, right, do. Okay. oh but lucy hang yes. on a minute what 
I thought we were going to have a break for the ads. You said after the after the emails. Oh, after the emails. Okay, mm. carry on as you were. Thank you very much. Um, Andrew Stewart, who says, having clumsily shoehorned a P&O illusion into the demise of the 60-room TARDIS-like gay grables, I'm now wondering if the topicality might continue. Specifically, any thoughts on who might be spotted Googling tractors during the dull parts of the Ambridge Paris Council AGM? Obviously, I'm not allowing Linda and Robert, as their predilection for such things is obvious. <laughs> I expect the noises emanating from the shepherds out as they go at it, hammer and tongs, can be heard as far away as Penny has it. And we're from Sheffield, with a dirty mind. Um, yes, who would... Oh, Neil. Yeah, I reckon Neil would be Googling a bit of tractor porn. <laughs> when he's trying to, supposed to be concentrated. That's why he makes all what, those like noises. A, like, a, like a minister oh. in... Westminster. Yes. Um, tractor porn. Yeah. What other sort of uh, what other agricultural porn can you get your hands on? A lot of hose. <laughs> That's more gardening than agricultural, isn't it? I got a bit confused with the slurry and straw thing. Yes. Did you? Because mm. first, well, I was bored. Like, we can't... I got bored. That yeah. it wasn't so much confused well, as bored. Well, because first, I did like, oh, like the fact that Stella hates Pip. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. Stella oh, is just, just, I mean, just yeah. so effortless yeah. isn't yeah. she? And Pip has to overthink everything. <laughs> the slurry, because um, they say in the car, <laughs> the pee bags, mattresses. But, and then Stella's like, we can't do our straw deal. I was like, yeah. okay, that deal's off. But then the other deal, whatever, what's the, so the straw deal was another thing, but that's they separate from the poo deal. slurry for straw. So, is slurry fertiliser? Yeah. Uh, it is poo. Oh, okay. Um, so, that, but people moan because when you spray slurry, it absolutely stinks. So they can do a kind of a, what she said, more accurate. So it's, they refine it in some way so it is not so stinky and it's not like raw. Okay. And, and it goes directly onto the fields. Um, if you, like muck spreading and stuff just absolutely stinks. Uh, and yeah. it's very, it's very sort of messy generally. And messy. Oh yeah, and Stella said she didn't like doing that. Yeah. So yeah. they were going to... Oh, and she didn't necessarily mean, their... I don't like doing it personally. I don't like spreading them up. She just meant, I don't I like don't doing like it as, it as a... a system. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because okay. it's not very uh, efficient. Fr- and, or, or friendly mm. or sociable. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that was the deal that they were going to do. And so now that's not on because they're not going to be having the... They're not going to be using straw. They're going to be using mattresses. Um, so there'll still be poo, but no straw. Okay. Oh, okay. And then the poo, but then the poo is still going over the village. The poo will be in bags, yes, that goes Who's to... Who's selling the poo again? Uh, the Brookfield. Brookfield. Yeah. Because apparently, I've heard it on the news. You know, like, fertiliser's in the news because it's so expensive. Yes. So now you make more money selling fertiliser than... It's almost more... It's more efficient to sell fertiliser than to use it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So in a way, like, why would you buy... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay. So now they're having these mattresses things, but my favourite bit was Jolene just sort of going Ugh, and leaving them to it, which I quite liked. Yeah, what do you do with all the shit? <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough when Kenton does one on our mattress, but five thousand counts. <laughs> which said, "Won't it get all filthy?" <laughs> uh, <sighs> um, anyway, sorry for interrupting the emails. Uh, that's right. We have one more. Okay. Oh, no, we have two more, actually. Liz Danziger, again, made a good point. She said, 
Febreze made a reference to Sabrina Thwaite this week and it got us thinking. Olivia made the very good point that Sabrina has been in Ambridge for over 15 years wow. and the chances are that her yummy mummy days are well behind her. In fact, <laughs> when Olivia said Charlie Dimmock, we just burst into hysterics. What the village needs is a new glamopus. Mm. And Olivia and I were wondering whether Molly Button might qualify. After all, she is 21. This would make wow. Tilly 18 or 19. Wow. We were trying to work out which other silents are significantly older than we tend to think. Derek Fletcher has never been young, so he's probably in his 80s. Any thoughts? That's a good point, because it is like you were saying, uh, you, you just said about time going weird, because Tracy's been at Gay Grables for yeah. three years, and I, well, I imagine her being there sort of maybe six months or so. And Kathy is 70, mm. nearly 70. Yeah. That, that, that came as a bit of a shock. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Emma Grundy's always been a bit of a fox, hasn't she? She's always quite... but Because yeah. she, she sort of admires Sabrina Thwaite. She admires the way she said it before. She, she's always it, looked so lovely. It would be quite fun, wouldn't it, to have Sabrina's um, crown knocked. Yeah. And um, someone else, yeah, yeah. Sort of muscling in on, into her sort of place. So, but, but who, who would it be? I mean, who's but the... It would have to be a silent character, wouldn't it? Though, yeah. I think. Because you have isn't. to have that. Well, yeah, I guess reference. it would be the, the buttons. buttons but... Yeah. Maybe unless Rochelle <laughs> makes a visit and decides to stay. When is Joey coming back? I know. Because it's been well, ages. Said, yeah, but we said that about Kathy, and we said it about Kathy, and, we, and then we just forgot about Kathy. Mm. And then years later, she comes back. But they better not do that to Joey. And we all went. Hiya, Kathy. Hiya, Kathy. She's Kathy's come home. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. Now, now is it time for a break? No, because now oh. it is time travelling, Laurie. Oh, oh God, Laurie, just just fast forward it, fast forward, stop. Time travelling, time travelling, Laurie is one of our patreons now. Ah, so yeah, genderless Laurie. So genderless Laurie has obviously caught up with the bit when we started doing the you could sponsor us on da 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 and thought oh I Actually, shall do hang that. On, Lucy, sorry, do you think you're allowed to say genderless? I don't know. I don't okay. care either. Sorry, sorry. Um, if I've offended anyone, I am sorry. Uh, I'm not. I didn't. I didn't. No, for God, Lucy. For God's sake. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> All right, JK. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, require? Anyway, Laurie Jones said, Hooray, you read my first email. I'm so happy. Hey. Sending these emails prior to getting caught up has been like throwing a message in a bottle in the ocean and wondering <laughs> if anyone will ever respond. <laughs> Hearing my email from the past read was like getting a return bottle with the message, What the fuck? It? <laughs> it sounded ridiculous as I suspected it would, but that has never stopped me. I am now only a month behind, and it is at least I'm, uh, and at least I'm it is spring. What? And uh, it's obviously getting too much for Laurie. She's and writing it is, backwards. It is spring for me, as well as you now. No, I am God, hoping Laurie. that in your spot on the time continuum, Amy is still happily ensconced in Nottingham, never to be heard from again. But being the archers, I suspect that because she and Chris had sex one time, she is now expecting a little half-sibling to Martha. Cheers. Um, well, well, Laurie, when you listen to this, obviously Amy will have had the baby. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And it's triplets. Kathy has got back together with Kenton. Yeah. Uh, Roy's shacked up with Ardell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot has happened since, uh, since you last listened. Roy's a Ardell. Yeah, ste- 
Yeah, Stella's pregnant with twins, uh, Pip's twins. No, uh, it's Ruth. Ruth. Well, Ruth, yeah, but then there was a bit of, you know, oh, is yeah. it Ruth's, is it Pip's? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, lot to look forward to, Laurie. <laughs> Poor Laurie is now sobbing and rocking backwards and forwards. <laughs> It makes me feel a bit sick hearing. I, I feel so like confused as to where Laurie is in time. Yes. I get a bit like seasick. Yes. Well, imagine how Laurie feels, to be honest. <laughs> just, just jump, Laurie. <laughs> jump forward. Jump. Honestly, not that much happened. Come on now. Don't bother listening to us, for God's sake. No. Is she caught up with us? I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know. Anyway, come well, back, Laurie. Come back to the future. No, no, they, they, because I don't know whether who, who, whether, what Laurie is, but um, Laurie has, uh, has just heard the first email from Laurie, so. Oh, yeah, okay, so she's not that far behind. No. No, okay. Five okay, weeks, fine. maybe? Yeah. Okay. I think, I think Laurie's sort of april you know, talking about um, Back to the Future, and we were at the Delphi Theatre, mm. obviously. Well, this week it occurred to me... You know, Andrew Lloyd Webber's done an Ardil. You know Cinderella, the I show, said, yeah. the musical? Yeah. And then basically they told the cast, I think it was running for, you know, a long time. They told them on now. Twitter, didn't they? They told, well, some of them, they told the actors on a Sunday of the bank holiday weekend oh. that they were closing early. So the actors couldn't call their agents and get advice. Oh. And some of them only found out on Twitter. That that, 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 and some of them who hadn't even joined the cast or crew, you know, but were sort of counting on these jobs coming up. Now, aren't, so it just thought, oh, I was like, oh my god, he's mm. literally done. He's yeah. literally taken an Oliver, yeah, not an Olivier, an yeah. Oliver approach. And, well, it's the same um, as P and O ferries, isn't it? Yeah, Get them all on the boat, put sad. them in the middle of the ocean, and then go. By the way, you're all fired. Yeah, but for an impresario to do that, who's much richer than Oliver, yeah. Anyway. Don't worry, guys, because Equity are on it. I was going to say, do they? Can Equity do anything? Yeah, I mean, yeah. God, there's a massive campaign now to, um, yeah, get the shoot get, Andrew Lloyd Webber to shoot him. Yeah, yes, and excellent. send him to Ambridge in mm. exile. Mm. But no, it's it's really sad. But it d- did make me think. So it, you know, it does happen, doesn't it? These sort of massive companies can suddenly go. Actually, do you know what? We're not making any money, so we're just we're just closing the doors. And you're not going to... Uh, I just feel so... You know, especially after lockdown. I know, I know it's so hard for everyone, it is. isn't it? And, you know... Yeah. You, you know, big companies... Some big companies and theatres aren't making money. But it's tough when it's, you know... Especially if an actor, you know, wasn't starting that job until June and yeah. now doesn't have a job. And has probably turned down other acting jobs. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to this to become... Um, but it's equity, not even... Uh, general committee. For me, it's not... It's, it's, it is that. But it's also the actual respect of it's it. It's the respect. It was you, done so disrespectfully. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That you like, would think like so Oliver. little of people that yeah. you're just like... And even if it was accidental, it just shows how out of touch you are. With... But actually, at least Oliver gathered them all together and told them. Yeah. But then he probably should have done it a month before, shouldn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Whereas you can't do it on a bank holiday weekend. That's just so cruel. Yeah. Do it on the Tuesday, for God's sake. Yeah. You know, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's crappy. So. Absolutely crap. Is it our break now? Yes. We will see you on the other side of all these adverts, ladies and gentlemen. Ambridge on the Couch, sponsored by Tenor. I'm off to get my guitar. 
Well, bearing in mind you've talked and bumped all the way through it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we better start again. Okay, sorry. How long do you think we have to be quiet for like 30 seconds? Yes. Okay, okay, I'll, sh- I'll shut up now. Okay. I'm bored now, that's probably enough. Also, I could hear your roadworks. I know. They're, they're, getting, they're just getting on with their day job. So, <laughs> right. <coughs> oh, hang on, I've got to do something else oh. first. And now, let's go over to Febreze of Felpersham, where Febreze is getting excited about Eurovision. Radio Borsetshire. Kelly Marie, it's me. Has the painter arrived? <laughs> Have he brought the right paint this time? You need to tell him that I asked for apricot flush and he bring apricot spring and it's completely wrong and throw off the old concept. <laughs> what? He thought it would be funny because it is the toilette? Why is that funny? Silly man. Tell him, Kelly Marie. Tell him. Excuse me, Colin, I am taking a work call. Live what? Oh, oh. Hello, hello. Welcome to Drive Time with me, Febreze of Felpersham, looking like I just stepped out of the salon, because I have. Today is a special occasion. It is my first time being fortune teller, Febreze, and I am going to predict what happened in Eurovision. Eurovision is very close to my art, as obviously I come from People's Republic of Eurovisia, and I have been a big fan for many years. I do a little party each time for all friends who are Eurovision fans. It's only a small event with some balloon and flag and decoration and themed catering and a nice waiter and costume and live music. Only low-key thing, you know. Eurovision is like a grand national for hairdresser, and we all get very happy. Did you know that Jolene was once Borchester entry for Eurovision? She sang a song called Boom Bang A Bang Pull My Pumps, but she lost to the Frisian Islands, which is funny because they were not even in Eurovision because they are cow. There are some very strong entries this year. One by Latvia called Eat Your Salad and the one from Norway called Give That Wolf a Banana. I thought it was Graham Norton's translation app that has gone mad, but I look it up and no, they are all true things. The Swiss entry is called Boys Do Cry and that is true. I cry a lot in waxing, when we watch Queer Eye and when someone rear-end my woohoo with no warning. The entry for UK is called Spaceman by Sam Ryder, who normally run charity shop, I think. I have looked at him and he looked more comfortable changing a car tyre than doing Eurovision, but Declan say, I am out of touch. I do not think so, just because I like a man to look like he sometimes have a wash. But anyway, it do not matter, as Ukraine will win. They will win everything, including the Bake Off and Horse of the Year show, and quite right too. No one supports Russia except Justin Elliott, because he is a big old bonker, and no one take any notice of his idea. So, that is my prediction for Eurovision, and I think you should all put big bet on what I say, and make hundreds of pounds, and then come and spend it all in my salon. 
Bye bye now and have a lovely weekend. Radio Borsetshire. visit patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the couch you can support us at any subscription level and this week's supporters are oh it's you okay oh yeah oh, hang on sorry that's why you're holding your guitar love. yeah oh sorry okay uh is it Tamsin Laurie and oh, someone Tam- else hang on hang on I've got it I've got it I've got it sorry Louise Tamsin Louise and Laurie oh yeah great okay I get nervous, Lucy. God. (laughs) Oh, literally, what am I doing? Okay. Tamsin. Oh, Tamsin. Louise and Laurie. Just a young old Tamsin. And Laurie. Thank you very much. <laughs> Did that work? Yes. Oh, good. Very good. Yes. Tamsin, Louise and Laurie, thank you so much. Thank you very much, Tamsin, Louise and Laurie. <laughs> thank you. I did say young rather than old, didn't I? Because you did. it's obviously just an old, sweet song. But yes. I wanted to keep Tamsin young because I don't know how old she is. Yes. Uh, and anyway, by the time Laurie hears this, Laurie will be a month older, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think it's Lucy, but I do my practice. Mm. I practice it before the show. I'm so good. I'm so good when I practice. Mm. I basically sound like Ray Charles when I practice. But and you... then I do it for real. <laughs> I just sound shit. <laughs> you don't sound shit. I wouldn't get a bronze for that, would I? <laughs> What, in life-saving or something? I don't know. Probably not. I wouldn't even get my grade one for that. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, anyway, if you'd like to reduce Harriet to tears of nervous laughter, you'll have to sponsor us I on Patreon. I get more nervous doing that than, like, auditioning for, oh. for big proper companies. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> right. You can find us on Facebook. On Twitter at on Ambridge. Febreze is at Fabulous Febreze, or you can email us at Ambridge on the Ambridge Couch. Ambridge on the Couch at, at gmail.com. Now, this week's theme is from Matt Rodriguez Payne, and it is <laughs> The Minute Waltz by Chopin. Oh, by, by Nicholas Parsons. By Nicholas Parsons, which always makes me laugh because uh, when I was at university, I had um, some um, instant soups on my um on my uh chest of drawers and uh my friend came in and said why have you got five minute soups <laughs> <laughs> and it's just when you read one word wrong and then you can't get it out of your head so anyway uh, so i always think of this as the minute waltz um which i will now play if i can find it can i find it yes i can are you ready good yeah Thank <laughs> you. 
just a minute. <laughs> Without hesitation, deviation. To our oh. listeners around the world. Wow, that was, um, that worked so well. I know. Didn't it? Wow. But also I heard a bit of Pride and Prejudice in there, I thought. You hear that in everything, though. Yeah, I know. You it's can the listen to, to piano drill notes. and hear a bit of Pride and Prejudice <laughs> in it. I think that yeah. that sounded like the theme tune to a children's a really beautifully made children's drama TV series in like oh, the 1970s yeah. or something. Yeah. Like the Box of Delights or something like that. Oh God. Oh my God. That music makes me go a bit funny. Um, that was really lovely. It was. Thanks, Matt. It was. He's Thanks, so clever, Matt. isn't he? So clever. When's he writing our musical? I don't know. Oh. Sorry, Matt. Do you mind? So it's just because summer's coming up yeah. and then we've got a tour and um, we're doing a few festivals. Harry wants um, to do another podcast apparently as well. As about otters. This one. About yeah, otters, because, yeah. Because obviously I got a lot of, a lot of advice on podcasts on mm. Tuesday when I was networking, mm. Lucy. And basically... Dancing. Did Fleur East tell you? Yeah, told me. Did she say, we... get off my foot? <laughs> she said, who are you again? Uh, she said... Stop um... licking my neck. <laughs> stop talking about a woman called Shula. I don't want to know. Um, yeah, basically, to uh, to become successful podcasters, you need to get your podcast optioned by Hollywood, CBS, yeah, C C CBT, whatever, CBBS, <laughs> anything would do. Yeah. but you just got to get it on the telly. I'd settle for CBBS, but it would restrict the amount of willy jokes I could make. I'm aware of that. <laughs> So I said, let's do a new podcast as well as alongside mm. this one, Lucy. Yeah. And because Otters Harriet would be is stop. trying to kill me. That's her <laughs> aim. <laughs> I'm 50 years old. I'm very tired. I want to Is have he... a nap. I don't want to do two podcasts at once. Look, you could be like the Queen. And, I and am do, like the Queen. Do 100 jobs at once and still be going strong at 96. Thank you very much. You can't go to your own party, but you can do podcasts for the rest of your and life. all my children can be total disasters. <laughs> oh, not all of them, Lucy. Surely not all of them. Isn't there... Oh, Anne. Anne's yes. a good sport, isn't she? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, so, well, um, thanks, Lucy. That's right. What are you yeah, thanking we don't, me for? We, oh, we're we finished. Oh, yes, we have, haven't we? Just trying to get out of here. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Stop talking now, Lucy. Goodbye. Yes, all right. So um, that's it. Yes. Have we done that bit? Yes. So Thank you very it. much for listening. Much for listening. And, and have a lovely week. Have a great time away, Lucy. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I'm going to play it again now. You yes. can go. Yes. Thanks. Bye. Bye. in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com